Hey everybody, I'm your girl Claudia Jordan and it's Friday and I am back with a brand new episode of TGIF. Now we of course are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest news and headlines on uh, in the world and on social media. So sit back, relax and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey Al. Uh, what's going on Claudia? I'm chilling, just trying to stay awake. I had a long, long day today, but we're going to have fun tonight, right? Right. But wait, wait, wait. You got a car today, right? I did. Got a new I car? I did. I got a new What'd car. What'd you get? Um, a Bentley. Ooh. It's white we on white. Don't, we clearly don't make the same type of money over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Al. Let's not start another world. Let's not start World War Three here. <laughs> I'm Ukraine, you Russia. <laughs> kind of. No. <laughs> no, I've been saving for I've been working on this and just anyways, I'm 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 very grateful. I'm grateful. Um please welcome a uh, multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? Oh, what's up, me? I'm nosy. What kind of, kind of Bentley you got? You got right, what color one? is it? It's white with a light interior. It's um a Bentley uh, GT. Ooh, is it because that's so, convertible? Continent, I'm sorry, not the con- not the convertible. The uh, okay. Hold on. Just call your man. Ask him what you <laughs> He wasn't even with me. I went by myself. Yeah, it was uh the ben- Bentley Continental, but not the uh, convertible. It's the hard okay. top. Oh, okay. nice. So, yeah. I, I nice. So, how much you had to get a Carmax? <laughs> I got it from a dealership. <laughs> I had to sell a car to CarMax before. I was crying when I left there. I was. I felt. I just felt like it just felt bad. It didn't feel good. And they took advantage of you. I felt like they kicked me out after. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. But anyways, y'all, uh, let's have some fun tonight. I probably need to be drinking after that payment I had to drop today. Uh, what y'all drinking tonight? Um, I had a long day, baby. So I'm on Red Bull and vodka in my red cup. So I'm I'm ready to get it started this evening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Al, are we drinking water again tonight? Or are we no, actually? No, drinking? no, no. I'm having a menage trois. I'm doing a red blend tonight. What do you well, do? Hold on, that red blend. I noticed something. Production, go back to the one shot of Al. Al, what in the Black History Month you got going on in the back with them lampshades? What in the Nancy Pelosi battle? <laughs> you guys see, see they coming for me. All right. Well, you know what? I've been trying all month to get these lampshades up. So, you know, y'all joked me so much for looking like a hotel. I was like, for Black History Month, I wanted to go out and find some lampshades that were, you know, celebration for Black History Month. That's the end of Black History Month, but I got them up finally. And I just want to send a shout out. I found these actually online um, and it is an African-American, I mean, not African-American, that's an African-inspired decor and gifts shop online. It's called Nifty. That's N-I-F-T-E-E underscore Nest, N-E-S-T. He's a Nigerian designer um, that I just recently found online and he does all types of African prints and all types of African inspired for African inspired decor for your home. Everyone, please check him out. I was really impressed. Don't you like the color? I do. And you should take a picture and post it on your Instagram so people can find it in one place in case they can't remember what you said. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Very That's nice. Good. Okay. Well, let's have a little fun. Let's get to these. Y'all ready for these topics? I'm trying. Is this yeah. ghetto? I'm trying to open up this Corbell. This 
Girl, just go ahead and open it. I'm over here drinking a red cup. It's just one of them Fridays. Go ahead and pop that thing. Pop that thing so we'll get this thing started. Okay, let's get to these topics. Okay, Megan Thee Stallion and little Tory Lane. I mean, Tory Lanez have been trending on social media for days. On Wednesday, Tory was supposed to appear in court on assault charges, but the judge decided to push the continuation date to uh, April 5th. Now, Toy posted this subliminal message to Megan. You can't buy and tweet your way out of this one. Not today. Megan replied to his tweet by posting a screenshot of messages that Lane's had apologized for whatever happened the night of the shooting. Toy then responded with, good D, had me effing two best friends and I got caught. That's what I apologized for. It's sick how you spun it. Woo, Al, let me go to you first. What are your thoughts on this drama? Listen, I think I called this first right here on Fox. So remember, I told you that this was a love tryst. And I still believe that this is a love tryst because one thing we know for sure, Tory Lanez has been consistent for him being not being responsible for shooting her. And she's been consistent on her story that, he, you know, he actually was the cause of her being bodily harmed. So I, I'm just telling you, I. I believe him. I believe that they that something happened where she got jealous. I can see the three of them together. In fact, I would love to be a fly on the wall when they were all having that threesome. Um, but I do have to give Tory Lanez this advice. You need to do like I shared what T Travis Scott did. I mean, not Travis Scott. Uh, yeah, Travis Scott, right? The one that mm -hmm. had that. Yeah. He need to do what Travis Scott did. You need to go away for a little while. You need to get off of social media. Um, you need to stay out of the media. You need to stay off the blogs. You need to stop texting because it just doesn't look good that you are fighting a woman in public, in my opinion. You clearly had something to do with the bodily harm that was done to her. And now you're trying to say that you didn't. And it just doesn't look good. Go away until the judge tell you that you can come back out and play. That would be my advice because we still like you. Okay. Q, do you still like him? And what do you think? Uh, um, I never got into him. I don't dislike him. I, I never really got into him. But he, here is the thing that bothers me the most about this story. I hate when people take things that are seemingly so simple and make them so complex. Here's what we let, Let's start here. The gun that shot her, who is it registered to? Let's start there. When they got in the car and got in the fight, who had possession of the gun? And lastly, it was four of y'all in the car and the got doggone gun went off. Who had it? Did the gun fall out the car? Did somebody try to shoot it at stop sign and it bounced off and ricocheted and hit her? Like we're dragging this out and I just need answers from either Meg the Stallion people or Tory Lane's people, who was in possession of the gun when it went off? That to me is a very simple detail. It's a very simple detail. And I'm not understanding why Kelsey, the security guard, or Tory won't just say who had the gun in their hand or they lap when it went off. It's not that hard. It was really weird that people wouldn't just automatically say what went down. It was like both sides were kind of like being coy about it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like the gun went off. We know that for a fact. Who had it? Did you jump out the car and it fell out your lap? Who? How did it go well, off? Q, and y'all know. I think in, in his in this case, Q. I think I think Tory may have had some trouble with the law in the past, 
So I don't know if he could, if he had permission to carry. I think that may be the issue around this. I'm not sure. I haven't read this in so long, but I think, you know, the the evasiveness of, around who had the gun had to do with who the gun was registered to. And Did you see a tweet today that came out? It was, I think it was by, uh, I don't know if it was real. And I, I was looking at my Twitter while I was kind of driving and I shouldn't have, but something about the uh, the prosecution saying that they have they have evidence to that that beyond a reasonable doubt to get him and they wouldn't be going after him if they didn't did y'all see that today I didn't no. see that one but I saw the one with I saw the barrage of tweets when they were going back and forth about there being a DNA report came back inconclusive and then one side is saying you know it, it, that it's favorable in their part this is just too much for a very simple answer like negro okay maybe you didn't shoot at her but you did shoot the gun and kelsey that security guard and tori you know megan may not know because she was down the street walking but between kelsey tori and that security guard they know how that gun went off and who possession it was in when it went off uh, production, if you can pull up that tweet, it was a, or it may, may have been IG, it may have been on the Jasmine brand, but I did see that. So I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, I did see something where I, I want to say prosecute, but I think that's pretty unprofessional. The prosecution did that. I don't know. We're going to try to get all the facts. So y'all be on the comments saying that we don't have our story right. Okay. So we're going to get that for you. All right, y'all. I'm sure this isn't the end of this story. We're going to get more into this. All right, y'all moving on. Lizzo. She recently talked about how she dislikes movies that feature actors wearing fat suits, and she referred to some of Eddie Murphy's movies. She said, it's funny because I'm the biggest Eddie Murphy fan of all time, but he definitely had a collection of fat suit movies that people would be laughing at, but I would feel so sad. She continued with, but I have this empathy for Professor Clump and the Nutty Professor, like the scene where he opens his drawer and there are all these candies and M&Ms in his desk. I could literally cry right now thinking about it. People around me were laughing, but I hide my food too. I feel him. I feel sympathy and empathy for him. Al, does Lizzo have a point? I, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't get a point. So let me start off first by saying, just because as uh, uh, what we would say, we're talking heads, right? Just because we have an opinion, everybody, on a heavy set celebrity does not mean that we are fat shaming or body shaming. I just want to get that out there because it seems like every time we speak on Lizzo, there always seems to be this like we are body shaming her. We're not body shaming her, in my opinion. Um, I don't understand. I understand her feelings on the food side because I think one thing in the article she mentioned is that she used to hide food too. Um, however, to me, this is comedy. It's just like Medea has a fat suit on, just like Flip Wilson, all these other actors. Um, um, uh, Martin Lawrence had a fat suit on. All these male actors that played these older characters or overweight characters had fat suits. It's television. It's, it's film. That's how they make money. That's how they get people out to the box office to laugh, to engage. So I, I'm just not understanding how she is incorporating body shaming into the fat suits. I, I, I kind of totally missed this and it kind of went over my head. Q, I'm trying to take a drink before you go, but what do you think? I thought you liked being fat. Okay. I thought you liked being fat. Yeah, obviously, okay. we know you got fat by eating food, so what the hell are you hiding it for? I thought you were so confident about being fat, you know what I'm saying? And it spoke to a greater point that I made. Everybody, I don't care what you are, wants to be the ideal body type. 
Nobody wants to be super skinny. Nobody wants to be super fat. I've seen through Lizzo from the get-go, okay? Now, I can appreciate if you are skinny and if you are fat that you have to grow or that you should grow to love the body that you have and you shouldn't be ashamed and you should still ride into the world and be all that you can be. I completely understand all of that. But what I don't like is that now we're waging campaigns against things that just, what can we laugh at at this point? I mean, you know what I'm saying? If I walk outside my door right now and say, the sky is blue and it's a lovely day, I'm gonna get attacked by somebody who lives somewhere where the sky is brown because of pollution and now I'm sky shaming them. It's just, you can't laugh at anything anymore and I know some smart ass is going to jump in the comments and be like I wonder if he had that same energy if they were saying something about the LGBTQI community well we're the butt of jokes all the time so you know what you do when you're in the movie theater you sit your ass there for those 12 seconds of discomfort and then you move on to the next damn scene I mean the movie was predicated around a man being fat what would she have preferred him to do go get an obese man to play it you know what I'm saying? It still doesn't change the movie. All right. He doesn't put the fat suit on. We go get a fat man. The fat man still hiding the M&Ms in the drawer. It changes nothing. Pick a stance. Go select the self-esteem that you're going to have for at least 12 months consistently, Lizzo, and then come back and see us. I cannot agree with you more. I am sick and tired of talking about Lizzo's weight. I'm sick and tired of seeing her ass. I'm sick and tired of twerking. Then I'm sick and tired of you claiming you're so proud of it and you love it. And I am me. I'm living my best life. But then you really are not. I guess it would we would be able to take it more seriously or be more empathetic, empathetic to her if she said, you know what, I'm avoiding and I'm not happy about it. And, and it, that's why it bothers me. But one day you say you love it. One day you say you don't. And it's hard to know like what we're supposed to be supporting. And for all these people who want to make everything a ism, a phobia, a thing, be careful what you ask for. Because we're going to get to a point where we can't say anything about nothing. And there'll be no more comedy. There'll be no more movie. There'll be nothing. Just no one say anything. And it's irritating at this point. Isn't it irritating? I'm irritated. The world's just gotten too sensitive. We can't. And I think especially with her, you can't be a body shaming ambassador, but then you always playing the victim that just those two don't go in the same sentence. You know, they just don't work together. Either you're going to be confident in your weight so that you can motivate other women and not be a victim and be a survivor or not. Lizzo, please just get back to music. We're we're all tired of talking about your weight. We want to talk about your music. All right. Before we go to break, let's take a quick moment in Black History, uh, sponsored by Nissan. Let's take a look at it. Celebrating Black history makers who have broken barriers and created a path for change. Trailblazing this path all the way to the stars is Jessica Watkins, the first Black female astronaut selected to be a part of NASA's International Space Station. What a dream is, is just putting one foot in front of the other on a daily basis. Jessica will be the first Black female astronaut to live in space for six months. Shooting into the sky before Jessica was Mae Jemison, the first Black female astronaut to launch into space, spending 100 in 90 hours in orbit. 
Being selected for the NASA SpaceX Crew 4 mission, Jessica is a step closer to NASA's plan of putting a woman of color on the moon by 2024. Jessica's cosmic mission will surely inspire future generations of space cadets who dream of reaching the stars. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to TGIF and to the 2378 people in the chat, the soulmates. We appreciate y'all. I'm not going to keep begging y'all to get us a 3,000. I'm not going to keep begging y'all. So just do what y'all do. Tell a friend. All right, y'all, let's get into the story. Adam Johnson. Funky, your people, the Florida man who uh, bragged about <laughs> Florida man. Uh, real quick, Google the Florida man in any date in history, and there's a story for it. Fun fact, the Florida man and your birthday. The Flo- Okay, all right, moving on. The Florida man who bragged about breaking the internet uh, during the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol was sentenced to 75 days in prison. Al, are we surprised about this? <laughs> Yeah. Well, no. And yes, I think America is showing us once again who they are, who they really are. Only in America can you have seven different offenses. And let's talk about them real quick. What he got breaking and entering. He got vandalism of government property, assaulting and resisting uh, arrest. He got assaults member, assaulting a member of the media, trespassing a federal building, domestic terrorism and theft of a national security building. Now, only in America can you do all those things and be a white male and get 75 days. I didn't even know that they had such short sentences. Did you guys know that? Only when it comes to white white men. I didn't either, because the way way it was explained to me was anything under a year, you went to jail. Anything a year and a day, you went to prison. But I imagine because this is straight fed, the fed don't have no jail. You don't go to county jail. Florida man got nice hair. His hair is nice. Uh, his hair is maybe his hair got him off. But no, I want to echo Al Cinemas. This is really messed up, right? Because what our government did, they made those of us who are not for this insurrection believe that they were going after these people and that right. they were doing something that was having people turn people in and giving them their Facebook names and all that. That means government people, government people. If all y'all finna do is send the people to 30, 60, 90 days fed, y'all might as well just leave the whole thing alone right now and divert y'all energies to what the hell finna go on with Ukraine. Like, if this is the circus y'all finna make with the taxpayer dollars, just let's cut our losses right now and just move on because essentially that's what's happening anyway. So let's just cut our losses if this is the only repercussions that these people are going to face. But wait, you know what I was just thinking about this? I was just thinking about this cute. No, 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 no. This is actually good because doesn't this become, this is a sentencing, right? Doesn't this become case law, which serves as a barometer on future sentencing? If you're in the in the field of law, somebody help me out in the chat. So it, I kind of like this because I'm going to need to see the same energy when somebody of a different ethnicity, i.e. an African-American, does something like this. I want to see the same slap on their hands as this slap on theirs because they didn't do that with that black mother who moved their child out of that zone, schooling zone, and she she uh, lied about her her address. They gave that woman five years in prison, but that white actress in Hollywood who cheated for their daughter to get into Stanford only got 30 days. I'm going to need the same energy, people. America just doing what America does. 
The only That's thing, Al, when it happened to a black person, they're not going to make it to sentencing because they ass going to get shot and laid out in front of the Capitol. Uh, you know, the legal system of clearly is a joke. If you don't, if you want to discourage this kind of behavior in the future, you would give harsh sentences. If this really was an issue and you really were disgusted by it, you would make it a deterrent to do this. You make the sentence a deterrent. If I know I could go break windows at the U.S. Capitol of the superpower of the world, the best country in the world, and I'm going to get 75 days, why wouldn't I do it again? Right. Why wouldn't I do it again? But you got a black girl. What? Especially if I ain't working and my PPP money don't ran out and I need three hots in the cot. Why not? <laughs> Meanwhile, you got a black woman in jail uh, to piggyback off you, Al, uh, for, for voting on a provisional ballot. Six years, five years, real time. My friend Missy got some people in, in the pen for 24 years for selling drugs, not killing anyone, just selling just a little bit of crack. It's crazy. How much she sold, Claudia? Just a little bit of crack. Bit of crack. <laughs> no, but they be giving me my sports bets, and they be right. They got phones. Okay. Just a little bit of crack. Just a little crack. <laughs> she didn't sell a lot of bit. She just sold a little bit. A little bit of crack. All right, uh, speaking of... No, I can't do that. Kanye gave us a... Kanye gave us a sneak peek at uh, pieces from his Balenciaga and Gap collaboration. Check out some of his outfits. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Are you guys here for <laughs> listen? Darth Vader looks. Believe it or not, <laughs> but, but believe it or not, I, I am actually here for it, especially with the Mary J. Blige rider boots. Like this <laughs> of all the fashions that Kanye has put out thus far has been the best and appears to be the most wearable. I think the only thing that's a little crazy about this is that because it's all black, it looks a little weird. Obviously, I don't think the average person is going to run out their house looking like the Knight Rider, but I do like a couple of their pieces. However, the one thing that I do want to call out is I find it a little odd that Kanye keeps doing these partnerships with these large fashion houses when once upon a time he was making a whole stink on the internet about how he needed to do his own and how he took meetings with these people and they wouldn't see his vision, so on and so forth. But now he's like partnering with the man. Just, just make it make sense for me. Can we see the picture again as, as you're giving your commentary, Al? Um, I would love to. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. Go ahead, Al. <laughs> you know, I, 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 the whole problem that I have here is that uh, he's not a real designer. You know, there are people who go to school, there are people who do, who've been doing this all their lives to be fashion designers and to have these opportunities to be in these rooms and to get this exposure. And like you said, he has used this, his fame and he's done an LV collaboration. Now he's Balenciaga, he's done Gap. It's just confusing to me as a, as a person who is a consumer, okay, where is your brand? Okay, so your brand is just high end or is it low end? Are you a designer or are you a collaborator? There's two different things here. I think these companies are using him to make a lot of money because they know that he's going to sell. But as far as me respecting him as a designer and the clothes that he put out, I don't think it'll ever happen. At this point, Kanye West, to me, this is my opinion, this is not Fox Soul, has lost all credibility. Right. Like you said, you rallied against the establishment when it comes to design. They won't let me in. 
And then you get in and you're shucking and jiving and so happy. Gap, yes, Gap, Balenciaga. Okay. Uh, you're, oh, you're, you're, uh, huh? Uh, no, go ahead, finish for you. You pro-black. You fought a people. George Bush doesn't like black people. Then you're hugging on D- Donald Trump, nuzzling your face in his breast and his bosom. Then you make the song. Oh, then he, when he get on, he's going to leave your ass for a white girl. Then you leave your black girl and get with the white girls. And another one and another one and another one. You are all over the place, Kanye. I don't know who you are anymore. I do know that you make whack clothes and I need you to give those boots a break. I'm sick of it. I'm well, sick of I'm, it. I'll tell you one thing I'm not doing. I'm not marching my black ass down to the nearest mall and paying $50 or anything over $50 for anything coming outside the gap. So gap right. people, I would <laughs> give a damn if you slap Gucci, Balenciaga, or Prada, and Kanye, and Beyonce name next to it. That damn sweatshirt better not cost no more than $49.99, okay? Because that's what y'all close. I really, that's a good ready. point, Q. Like, I really wonder. Close in gonna- the gap. That sweatshirt better not be more than fifty doggone dollars, and them pants better not be more than sixty nine ninety nine, which I normally charge. So it's a collaboration between Balenciaga and Gap. Two, they couldn't be further apart. Like it makes right, it right. really makes no sense. Real None. quick, uh, do we have to go to uh, Ashlyn? Uh, MC said, CJ, can you shout out my mom Karen? It's her fifty first birthday, so I just want to shout out your mama. Y'all, happy birthday, uh, Karen. Y'all want to say happy, happy birthday. birthday, Karen. Karen, I hope you ain't one of them Karens that be down to the BP, cutting up <laughs> and carrying on down to the grocery store. So I'm going to give you a provisional happy birthday. <laughs> but let me find out. And I'm revoking that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. A provision. I never heard of a provisional. Provisional birthday. <laughs> okay. Uh, damn, back to back cry. But, mm. Tyrese. When it comes to attention, Tyrese does not shy away from it. He recently posted a video with this caption, Dear white lady at the front desk of the Ritz, please forgive me. Here's the video. I was doing my job. You was doing your job. Checking me in. I just left my job. I did not hurt anybody. No one's after me. You have nothing to be worried about. <laughs> um... He was fresh from leaving a film set and was still wearing his makeup when he walked into the hotel. What do you think is going on here? Shouldn't he be somewhere with that all black mess Kanye had on morning? (laughs) I'm just asking, and I'm not making light of the fact that his mama did, but he shouldn't he be somewhere um, in morning taking a rest? And and Tyrese, why wasn't it? First of all, if you were just doing your job and you still at the damn hotel, why you ain't walk your ass down to the damn desk and leave lady a note or ask to speak to the manager to, to leave her a message. Why you had to get on the Instagram and bother us with this foolishness? <laughs> and Claudia, me and you don't been on many of your sets, baby. Um, where was your makeup wipes? I mean, I always wipe my makeup off as I'm leaving set. I mean, come Especially on. blood. He wanted a reaction. He wanted a reaction and he got it. And then he made this dramatic video. Tyrese, I love you as a, you're a great actor, great singer. Al, what do you think about this? You know, I, I, I like Tyrese. You know, yeah. I, I I think his transition from music to film was amazing. We know that Tyrese is a part of two of the largest, two of five of the largest uh, franchises, film franchises in the history. That's Fast and Furious and Transformer. Tyrese, you are 
a certified bona fide movie star. Why does he constantly give me these short bus rider antics is what I get from him. Like, what are you doing? Why are you walking around with movie makeup on when you're checking into a hotel? And not just makeup, it's blood, it's cuts. You looking disheveled. Like, I'm just not understanding why a bona fide megastar is behaving in this way. I think you're just way too old and too talented and too successful to be pulling these types of antics. We, a lot of people in the comments are commenting about his mom passing. And, and of course, we understand that. And we're not poking fun at that. Like, we're not. We're strictly talking about this story and how it relates to this show and how we ditch on these types of things. Of course, our condolences are with Tyrese for, you know, losing his mom. That's right. got to be tough. Um, but this kind of stuff, he he's kind of was doing kind of stuff like this before. So right. and, 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 and I'm a whole damn orphan. OK, I'm a whole damn orphan and never once did I feel the need mm. to go out in public and do anything like that. If, if anything, I felt the need to put my best face on. All right. So miss me with me. He acting like this because of his mama. To your point, he was acting like this before his mama. There's no reason why you and anybody who's been on a move set. With that special effects makeup on, that mess itches, it's heavy, it feels like you have plaster on your face. This was beyond intentional. It was intentional. And if if, if you have more days on the set, um, you usually have to take it off there and they keep that stuff there or they take it off there. They usually do it for continuity, usually. All right, y'all. We're going to get out of this story. I'm going to try to get this Corbell open during the break. We're going to take a break. You're trying to open it cheap looking. <laughs> I don't even want it now, but welcome back to TGIF. I got to shout out the, the soulmates in the comments cutting up. Shout out to Brian Smith. Shout out to uh, Shannon Monique. Shout out to Simply Shamar. Shout out to Angel, Angela McNeil. And shout out to Joyce, our EP, who I, are you on camera right now? No. <laughs> okay all right <laughs> okay all right y'all <laughs> all right y'all seems to be a uh, new couple alert seems like april jones and tay Diggs have confirmed their romance status april posted an image of the two with a caption i laugh my ass off with you you're so effing dope what are your thoughts on this twosome al you like this I'm kind of torn, actually. I'm kind of torn. I mean, I, I felt like we knew it. They were doing TikTok videos together. So it's not like we didn't know that they were in a relationship. We also know that April is always posting her man on her Instagram. Um, Omarion, Little Fizz, Dr. Dre, that little time that she had with Dr. Dre, and now Tay Diggs. But I got to be honest, they're beautiful. They look happy. It looks fun. But I just feel like Tay Diggs should be with Hollywood royalty or, or, or just a different Hollywood woman. I just don't feel like I would have ever thought Tay Diggs would be with the reality star attachment. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Q? Um, you know what? This actually feels okay to me. You know what I'm saying? Like the uh, Dr. J felt too high. Little Fizz felt too low. Um, <laughs> felt just right at the time. And Tay, to be quite honest, Tay ain't really been doing much of nothing recently unless he's doing some like on Broadway type stuff. So 
where he is in her career, he might as well be with somebody on Love and Hip Hop because they got about the same pool right now. And I'm not <laughs> it feels very even to me. And what? moreover, I just feel a genuine energy out of them. And I'm going to tell you why I feel a genuine energy because she's not getting any clout being with Tay Diggs, not any more than she can already afford herself or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this feels good. April. I think I think Tay Diggs rotates in some very high cotton, powerful circles in Hollywood because of all the years he's been in the industry and who who represents him. So I'm gonna have to disagree on that, but you know, I get it. I like her and I like him, and I think that you know what, if you find you find some peace with someone and some happiness, and you can have some laughs with someone, it looks like they have an easy, breezy, fun relationship. Like they do silly stuff. Did you see them him bringing her clothes back from CVS? And then they did like a whole little runway walk off. It seems like he she she brings him fun energy and he makes her laugh. And I think it actually makes April look good that a man of Tay Diggs status is like, I have no problem dating her. And people want to make a big deal if they recognize three or four of the people you've been with in your life that you know of, that that makes you a pass around. It does not make you a pass around. It's just that the people that are in the public eye, we know who they're dating as opposed to people that are in the streets or, you know, working on jobs that are not on the, on the public eye, you may have had a whole train went on you last weekend. We'll never know about it because we don't care. So I don't know. I'm, I, glad, I'm, I'm here. I'm for just it. glad he got a black woman because I thought he liked the white girls, which is cold for liking boys. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Ooh, he likes you know, enough, you know, you know enough. You know when them black men in Hollywood go out and get no white women just because they really like boys because they don't want like no you, black women. Like who, like who, like I don't want no black woman to jack. Like, I, I ain't finna get a suit. <laughs> y'all know which ones out there. Like who they you? Know, they know yeah. a black woman will clock their teeth, so they go get a Katie Holmes, and they go get them can like that. <laughs> Whoa! You know what? I gotta step in real quick. Uh, Tay Diggs on one of the top shows out there, All American. So he is actually. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. But he was married to a white woman on that show. And dated them in real life, which is called for boys. But I'm just gonna <laughs> not every brother that's with the white. Wait a minute, did you is... say Katie Holmes? Uh-uh. No, you know you're not about to do this right now. We don't. I, no, no, no. Me and my friend just made up. I no. I, I thought you said Katie Holmes. No. Though. No, yeah. no deal, no deal. Yeah. Moving on, we're gonna talk about anal condom condoms. That's what we're gonna do. Oh well, how appropriate is that? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm about to. Honey, you are. <laughs> need to send Katie home some anal condoms. <laughs> do, do she need a pikey? Are y'all <laughs> done? Are y'all done? No, this, this, this ain't me, y'all. Oh, this ain't me. No. Uh-huh. Why? We're trying to cut up and you're not letting us. What you say about the what you say about the anal condom? Y'all, the Food and Drug Administration has approved the condom for use during anal sex as well as for vaginal sex. Uh, it's called the the one. <sighs> Who put these stories in this order? <laughs> the people who know what the hell going on in Hollywood. Okay. Right. No. Stop. 
Y'all talk some. Y'all get on Instagram Live after the show. Y'all talk about this. Leave me alone. Oh my goodness! It's called the one, and they hope it will encourage people to use condoms during anal sex to prevent the spread of sexually transmitted diseases and HIV. What are your thoughts on this news? You know, y'all go ahead. I think so. Listen, I think it's great. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 now listen, I'm as gay as the day is long. All right, and I didn't know that we had a need for. Uh, uh, a customizable condom for the anus because I've been using the regular one since I was 17. But the, and I'm 38 now going on 40. But the thing that's throwing me is that they said it come in a dozen sizes and fits. So the question I have is the dozen sizes and fits customizable for the penis or for the blown out asshole? <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking for a picture or a diagram Whatever the case may be, I think this is great. I think the community need it. But I just need to understand why with vaginal to penis sex, we have like a couple sizes, small, regular, extra large. But for anal sex, we got a dozen of size and fits. So like somebody just make it make sense. And Al, you normally the smart one on the panel. Or Claudia, if... if I you think know, it's because it's a lot of it's. You remember Claudia said that she don't. Claudia said that she don't. That her booty holes not blown out, right? What you remember? We asked her. I about said. That? I said my vagina's not blown out. Oh. We was having that butt conversation. What? <laughs> what? What story that was when you said? Well, you when she said that she don't. Right, what was that? Remember, Claudia, you I, said I can't you remember what the story was, but she said her butt wasn't blown out. Blown you know, out. Oh, okay, I probably did say that. That sounds like it was the Ray J story. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, y'all, we are going to have another black. I'm done with this. <laughs> My cat will be feeling in for me because y'all are messy. I'm not doing this. Y'all, we're gonna check out another black history moment from me side. Celebrating black history makers who have broken barriers and created a path for change. Trailblazing this path all the way to the stars is Jessica Watkins, the first black female astronaut selected to be a part of NASA's International Space Station. What a dream is, is just putting one foot in front of the other on a daily basis. Jessica will be the first black female astronaut to live in space for six months. Shooting into the sky before Jessica was Mae Jemison, the first black female astronaut to launch into space, spending 190 hours in orbit. Being selected for the NASA SpaceX Crew 4 mission, Jessica is a step closer to NASA's plan of putting a woman of color on the moon by 2024. Jessica's cosmic mission will surely inspire future generations of space cadets who dream of reaching the stars. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. And that is our moment in Black History, sponsored by Nissan. We are going to go to commercial break. And when we come back, we are very close. We are at the edge. We are 45 away from 3,000. We'll be right back after this quick break. These N-words. These and trying to figure here. out who getting a butt blowed out <laughs> <laughs> a dozen size and fits. I'm <laughs> okay. First of all, I didn't know that uh, regular condoms you weren't supposed to use for anal sex. 
this is the first condom that's indicated for anal sex. So technically, this is the first condom that you're supposed to use for anal sex. What y'all usually be using? A regular one. <laughs> Which is when you go to the STD clinic, the gay clinic, and every other clinic, they give you a little brown bag with the regular ones in it. So that's what the hell we've been using. That's what we're supposed to use. Um, what you been using? <laughs> I'm in a monogamous relationship, and I don't know if I get pregnant anymore. So nothing, we, we rock dogging it. Oh, Lord, change the subject. You don't make me uncomfortable, girl. Oh, 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 I made you uncomfortable. We didn't talk about blown out booty hoes and, and SEDs and the gay clinic and all kind of stuff, but I made you. Okay. All right, y'all, moving on. Oh, no good can come from anywhere. <laughs> Kodak Black. <laughs> That's what the condom looked like after. All right. In an interview on The Breakfast Club, Kodak Black said if he got a woman pregnant and it turned out to be a boy, he would be her boyfriend. But if the woman was expecting a girl, he would be her baby daddy. Funky? Whoever, you know what? Whoever wants. Um, there's just certain places and certain levels and certain um, depths of ignorance that I'm just not going to go to. I, I can't because... The things that I have to say in relation to Kodak Black is going to turn in. This why Black people can't, can't stick together. We always tear each other down. So I'm going to pass on this Kodak story because I ain't got nothing good to say about his brother. Al, what do you think about this story? <laughs> I think the, the fact that women procreate with Kodak Black is still fascinating to me. And he's got what? He's got two and one on the way. He got another one on the way. Claudia, would you procreate with Kodak Black? What? I'm a looks snob when it comes to my men. I like pretty boys. And he gives me lean baby vibes. I said in a comment, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know. Y'all can call me a hater. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely correct. In this case, I'm a hater because he says ignorant stuff. He said a lot of ignorant stuff about dark skin women as well. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of him. Now, he's probably a fine young man when you have a sit down conversation. Wait, who am I kidding? No, I would not ever <laughs> mess with Kodak Black. Would any of y'all date Kodak Black? Hell no. Why not? Hell no. Why? You know what? And, and for me, it's not even the physical. For me, it's not even the physical. It's the ignorance. Like, yes. I, I, if, if I just got to keep it real. Like, I have just not seen a level. And it's funny because I'm trying to be my, and, and this is me being serious right now. Mm -hmm. I really am trying to be my brother's keeper in this instance, right? Mm -hmm. I recognize the fact that I come from a certain socioeconomic background. I come from a certain educational background. So I may not be able to relate to the hood or to the hood, to the magnitude in which Kodak Black comes from. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. I wish it would actually go away. Um, but it's just too ignorant for me. It just is. And it's not one situation. It's a plethora of situations. And it's always, it's just consistent ignorance. I can't do it. It seems like there's a race to the bottom. You know what I mean? Like with all the twerk, like everything's just so right. low vibrational where it's like, I, I, it got corny, I guess, to be upstanding and to do better right, and to speak right. proper English and to you know, be classy. Like that's like whack and corny in this generation. 
I can't wait for the pendulum to swing the other way where we kind of get, we kind of button up a little bit. Like I, we, we've done the ignorant right. thing long enough. Can we go back? I agree. All right. We got to take our last break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about someone who's transracial and wants a Korean sized penis to go with his new face and eyes. Uh, we, yeah. I don't know how that one's going to end either. Oh, the show went to hell. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are cutting up this show, so make sure you go back and rewatch this tomorrow on the replay. And you know what? We were 12 away from 3,000. 12 away. So hopefully y'all call some friends during this. All right, y'all. Um, before we uh, get to the game, let's get into the story real quick. Controversial British YouTuber Ollie London, who happens to be white and identifies as transracial, says uh, he wants a Korean-sized penis reduction. Mm. London, who identifies as transracial and uses they, them pronouns, has undergone over 20 cosmetic surgeries and spent $250,000 to resemble Korean singer Park Jaemin from the pop band BTS. What are your thoughts on this story? This is mental illness at its finest. Um, this, in my opinion, the transracial thing is a slap in the face, in my opinion, to the transgender community, because that's the first joke that people try to, oh, if you transgender, then I can be transracial. That's not how this work. That's not how this work. And then honestly and truthfully, we live in a world, first of all, the whole thing is rooted in ignorance, right? Because while we fetishize Black men's penis and people having big penises, scientifically all of the books say that there is no scientific record that any one race has a bigger penis than the other which i believe what i believe anyway with the gentleman callers that i've had but that's a whole, <laughs> a whole nother show so number one it's insulting to koreans but number two you know something wrong with you because ain't a man on this planet i ain't never met a man alive that said he wanted a smaller penis and so you've already taken your white boy self and pulled your ass back and pulled your nose down and now you want to reduce the size of your penis and quiet as it's kept from the looks of things and the lack of testosterone in your swag is probably already little to start with so i'm not even understanding why you going and getting this additional surgery that's more than likely not needed not a white man getting a penis reduction <laughs> what is the world coming to <laughs> what in the you what in the russia invades you what, the what in the waste of time and double negative is this what a short <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Just take a little off the top and the sides. Al, what do you think I, about this? Oh, oh <laughs> I, I, first of all, I, I like I, with Q, I, I feel like something's really mentally wrong with this guy. But you know what I do find fascinating is that cultures, in these cultures, people want to people don't want to look like themselves. They want to change their bodies to look like another group or another culture. And that culture is trying to look like somebody else. So it's so funny how we're all chasing all the same things in the same ways, which is like bad for our mental health. Mm. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave this one alone. Just leave it alone, because can't no good. Listen, between tonight with the anal condoms, and I, I, I just take this water and hydrate, bitch. 
I'm just gonna drink this water and hydrate in the words oh. of Ari Lennox. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's close it out on a positive Black History moment um, right. notes. In honor of Black History Month, let's play a game of Know Your History, the music right. edition. Okay, I will ask you a trivia question about Black male R&B groups, and you have to guess the correct answer. Are y'all ready to play Know Your History? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, first up, what's the name of Boys to Men's two debut albums? I'm sorry. What's the name of Boys to Men's debut album? My bad. End of the Road, Motown Philly, Cooley High Harmony. End of the Road. Uh-uh. Motown Philly. That was a first single. Mm, now both wrong. Cooley High Harmony. Okay. Damn. What's the name of the group that Cisco was the leader of? Jagged Edge, 112, Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Who wrote that? Okay. Dino, Shazam, and G.I. were members of what group? Guy, H-Town, or next? <laughs> Al, you better know this. Oh, he better know this one. <laughs> He's repping hard for his boy. H-Town. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. H-Town. <laughs> okay. In 1998, which group won a Grammy for their hit song, No Diggity? Casey and JoJo, Blackstreet. Al. See, this is why y'all shouldn't send y'all black kids to white people's schools. Okay? <laughs> it was Black Street. Okay, well, shit. How am I supposed to know? Because you black. He black like this and not like this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That was a disaster. Wow, y'all. Okay. Listen, we got about uh, a minute and change left. Q, you got a show coming out tomorrow on the OWN oh, yeah, Network. Right. So let's I give did. you your flowers. Let's go on. Shout out to the, uh, to the good folks over there at OWN in Love and Marriage Huntsville. They've got a social mania Saturday coming out tomorrow. It's a two-part special or whatever. Um, you know, your boy's been working, so y'all can catch me tomorrow on OWN Network uh, for, social media, for social mania it's a, a Love and Marriage Huntsville special features me, Dr. Heavenly, DJ Richie Sky, Maya Sly, a whole bunch of, of your other favorite commentators going in and letting have on Love and Marriage Huntsville before the debut of the new season. So y'all be sure to check that out over on the OWN Network. Check your local listings for times. Oh, congratulations. That's a good show, too. I, I just got into that show yeah. late, and I like it's that really show. It's really good. It's one of few natural reality TV shows left where things are not contrived. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Carlos King. Everything, all these shows he produces is turning. It's straight up gold, straight up hits. Yeah. All right, y'all. What y'all got planned for the weekend? We got about 20 seconds left. I mean, you know, I I knew I said I was looking for marriage, but I'm on the crowd tonight. (laughs) My phone ain't rang in a minute. It lasted for how long, Claudia? How long long did that that wedding last? I knew that fake not being a whole face was not going to last very long. That was just a a talk for that week. That was a talking point. But you know what, Q? Live your life and, and do you. Like, you don't need to change for nobody. All right, y'all, that was a fun show. Stick around uh, for the mix that's coming up next. See y'all back on Wednesday. Have a great weekend, fellas.